Hey Julie. Hey Julie. Welcome to Hey Julie, a podcast about Big Brother. My name is Brett. And I'm Danielle. Danielle, what's up? Uh, Did you watch anything on TV lately? OMG. <laughs> I've never been happier with the start of a Big Brother season while simultaneously been more stressed and annoyed just based on my current location and access to feeds. I am, if you will don't know, on the East Coast, and we've only had two nights of feeds so far, and I've missed literally everything. You're also on the North Coast of yes. America. <laughs> exactly. And by that, I mean not in it. So you had to you had to deal with some VPNs. You had to hack mm. the mainframe. I, you know, <laughs> yeah. we're happy to have you. We're happy to have you, Danielle. I it was a very rough time in the old Gibson homestead, but we're here. We made it. BB twenty three is off to an absolutely chaotic, rocking oh, start. Chaotic energy. I will just to ease your mind, though. I because I live three hours behind you. The feeds don't even turn get lit until like midnight or one or two. Right, it's like, I would never be. I'm able watching to the that. feeds every night, and it's like ten oh six, and my eyes are barely away, open, and I'm like. Nothing's happened. Everyone's like first beginning to sit down to dinner right now. So yeah, like, I, know, I haven't but, really caught much either. But at least you have them on. Like for us East Coasters, they have not been on. Like <laughs> I literally got off work yesterday and was like, great, time to turn the feeds on. I go to turn them on and then it goes to freaking adoptable Puppies. animals for like five hours. And then I go to bed. <laughs> so yeah. there's nothing I could do. No, I yeah, I was like, I was checking in on the puppies and kittens, and then they finally turned off. I'm like, ooh, Danielle can finally watch. And then I looked at my clock, it's like, no, Danielle's definitely asleep oh, right she, now. She's asleep. Um, <laughs> but before we even get into the absolute chaos of feeds, I think we need to rewind back to Wednesday night, the first episode, the premiere of Big Brother season 23. There is so much to talk about before we even get to the feeds. Uh, yeah. And we're going to try and get to both. So we had an episode Wednesday night. Well, how did you feel? I enjoyed it. We texted a little bit and you had some points that I agreed with, but I think I was just so excited that it was back that I overlooked a lot of the um, notes that uh, your valid notes on like, for example, watching four groups of people do the exact same competition, <laughs> not the most compelling thing. And then we get to it later, but Frenchie, in my opinion, doing the right thing decides not to do the big risk. And then they're like, well, do the competition anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, it's still three more minutes until we have a rerun of Mom. So, and, like, uh, and Julie doesn't want to vamp, so we need you to just do this. I mean, maybe the producers don't want her to vamp because then it's going to turn into a Sunday school lesson. Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking like, of Julie, so let's, let's hold our horses oh, and get into okay. the first I'm hot so out of or not of the season. Danielle, you lead, as you always do, you got it because you actually can describe what she was wearing. I can only say general shapes and colors. I have to say, Julie was wearing a fiery red dress that was ruched around the middle. It had beautiful draping, very sophisticated. It was sleeveless, showing off her corintoned arms. Because unlike the rest of us plebes, Julie had the personal trainer coming to the estate. Five times a week, she was not gaining the quarantine 15. Quarantoned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got corn swole, but not in the <laughs> swole way. Not like Chris Pratt. <laughs> she is looking tight. She was wearing um, her hair down, but uh, voluminous. 
and a lovely heel. I give this look a hot. Very ruche. That was the word mm. you were. You, yeah, yes. there was definitely a ruche going on. It's something I noticed. In the midsection. I give this a hot. I was yeah. happy to see her. It was a light, it was a light, bright dress. Happy to get back into the summer fun. Happy to to chatter up at a BBQ. Mm-hmm. I'm in. It was Very a good hot. premiere dress. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so we're back. Julie welcomes us. And it, we just immediately have to see. Well, first we get the the idea that it's the BB Beach Club. Great. Okay. <laughs> Actually, we need to pause here. Okay. It's a BB Beach Club, but it's also a casino. And the yes. logo is also purple. <laughs> the beach is neon in right now. Monte like, Carlo. <laughs> is there? I'm just... I don't know. Like, you're calling it a BB Beach Club, but they're standing on a craps table. Like, it's called the BB Casino. Don't yeah. call it the Beach Club. Like, because it's not. It's the club where there's gambling. The gambling club. Uh, yeah, casino. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know why they choose the names that they do. It but... just seems there's a dichotomy this year. and They want it to be both. And, it's, and it is a little bit, but yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. So... So we get into our first group of people because this is only a 90 minute episode. We need to, you know, get into it and meet our cast. And we, I will say like preseason was very interesting this year because we really did not have that much to go on. Even the little video snippets, like thank God they gave us some before the show started to give us just a general energy and vibe check of these house guests because my opinions changed based on just that. And then we get this full episode um, with the full intros where we got even more um, rounded depictions and that's what we needed. But so Travis, Derek F, Frenchie and Xavier are our first group of boys. Um, yes, right. Travis, he gets up at 4 a.m. He mm-hmm. interfaces with CEOs. <laughs> he is a businessman. <laughs> He he's a he's a businessman by day, but a beach bum by night. And also like a bit of a businessman by night and a beach bum by day because he's like done with work at 1 p.m. Would you would you adjust your work schedule to get up and work from four till like noon and then and then like you have the rest of the day? No, because then you're just tired at 7 p.m. Like that is not in all due respect, you and I are tired at 7 p.m. We are. Normally. I mean, that's another thing. These house guests, it's only been two days. These house guests have been staying up till like 5 a.m. and then they have to wake up at 10. It is not healthy. They are not going to do well. No. Uh, um, so, yeah, Travis is like kind of what we thought. I mean, he's not, there's no like giant red flags. He does have that great line about interfacing with the CEOs. <laughs> That, that's the only flag. Yeah. That's the only flag. That's the only thing. Like he is exactly as you said. He's he is who we thought he was. But yeah, that line was great. We you know we love we love the things that they say in the opening packages. Yeah. But I thought then, overall this year a little bit underwhelming. There like there weren't there was no hotel in Austin. You know? <laughs> I mean the yeah. best one was interfacing with the CEOs. They yeah, hit there us was, with the best one up front. There was one more that I'll get to that I think okay. is like a, is a classic <laughs> that maybe you and I will laugh about later. But otherwise, okay. like, yeah, uh, Derek F. Hey, another thing. Can we can we cut it with like Rocky homages? This movie's like 
you know, a what's million funny? years old. No one. Cares. I just watched it for the first time this past it's weekend. It's fine. It's fine. It's very good, actually. You, <laughs> you know, know what movie's good? Creed One, <laughs> the first Creed movie. That movie's good. Oh my gosh! No, that's what I was just gonna say. You know who's great? Carl Weathers. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> he is so good. Why is he like? They don't make him like him anymore. He is so funny. Even in this role, it's not like that. Like it's not a comedic role, really. It's just like an interesting character. But I, he's just so charming. I love him. We love Carl Weathers. <laughs> we do in all movies. <laughs> oh my gosh! I kept thinking, yeah, in uh, Happy Gilmore, him saying, oh, yeah. "Spoken like a true asshole." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Arrested Development, playing himself as oh, this so like very scammy uh, like acting teacher. We got to get Carl Weathers' son on Big Brother 23. Yeah, next year after Derek Frazier wins. Derek Frazier, yeah. yeah. So he is, um, in, he's, his father is a famous boxer and he's from the, the city of brotherly love, Philly. So they show him going up the steps and doing the whole thing. But this is what um, I'm saying. I'm sick of that. I'm sick yeah. of that iconography. I'm sick of like, I think Eye of the Tiger might be one of the 10 worst songs ever mm. made. And, <laughs> I just hate it. I just hate it. Like, find something else to reference. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Why doesn't Philadelphia give us something else to reference? How about that? Yeah. yeah. Nick, City of Nick, Philadelphia. Nick Foles, the 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 Philly Philly, Philly special. Come on. <laughs> we are we have new we have new sports memories in the city of Philadelphia. Um so our then, listeners care so much about what I'm saying. <laughs> then we meet then we meet Frenchie, who Works on a farm, loves his family. Did you catch? This will be important as we discuss live feeds. But did you catch Gosh. on his truck? It did say hashtag BLM. Yes, we love a we love <laughs> woke <Frenchie>. daddy. <laughs> but note note that I'm laughing after I say that. Um, there uh, is uh, there is a conversation to be had about like how woke one can be, and if you're like. A white guy just like yeah. all going around saying how woke you are. Like, exactly. It makes gives me something to think about because I would like to consider myself an ally. But I see Frenchie going around doing oh, yeah. his Frenchie thing on the feeds. I'm like, maybe I'm obnoxious. I think maybe a lot. I'm over. <laughs> I think a lot of white, like woke, woke people have much to learn from Frenchie <laughs> this week. Um, but so, and then there's my favorite, Xavier. Oh, uh, yeah. Is I didn't realize this a former basketball star? Who was the other person who was like, uh, "Oh yeah, I was gonna play in the pros, but I like tore my like UCL or whatever." Or maybe it was Brent. It was was Brent. Yeah, I think maybe um, it was Brent. But Xavier is athletic. He's brilliant. He's got a good sense of humor. I'm just saying, this guy's going far. Anyway, absolutely. Yeah. But like two guys who were like, yeah, I was going to make it. Sit. I was going to play in the NBA, <laughs> but like, you know, and it's like they're playing at like whatever school of design basketball mm-hmm. team. <laughs> um, so we meet these guys they are the first four in the house. Interesting. Small thing is I noticed Frenchie let I think was it Xavier go in in front of him. He didn't want to be even the third in to the house. Oh. I just saw, I think Derek F. was the first in, right? I, I don't remember. I just remember Frenchie was going to be third, but then he let someone in front of him. 
I don't remember. That's a real who. fan. He knows not to go into the house first. But I, I think, yeah. I think Derek F made it in first, and I think we will now. We can now say officially, Derek F is not, not winning, winning Big Brother no. twenty three. Yeah. So they get in, and Sorry. they're presented with their first um, competition, which is they have to rearrange an image to look like the image behind it. It's like a what's wrong with this picture type of thing. Um, Yeah, it was like fine for the first one. I kept thinking, you know who was great at this competition? Christian. Christian was a genius. Christian was good. No, I was was hoping like, I I guess Claire was because she won, but like, I thought some people like I saw some of like the real fucking nerds, some of the real <laughs> smarty pantses, like yeah. Claire and Brittany specifically were just gonna do it in like four seconds. Well, but, it was the type of competition, because I'm just fresh off of a Survivor watch where like yeah. people on Survivor would absolutely smoke this. Like the kind of puzzles they have to solve on Survivor. And this is a five-piece puzzle, and it took them all like 90 seconds to do. The history um, of Big Brother with five-piece puzzles. Yeah, many wrong guesses. But um, so Frenchie also, wins. Oh, go ahead. But also like every single person, all 16 of them, had a lot of trouble actually slotting the, the plexiglass mm. into the box. Right. I... I have a lot of issues with this episode. I, I, it wasn't horrible, but like right. watching this, watching this competition four times was a chore. Yeah. Thank God that between commercial breaks, they actually explained the rules to the rest of the house guests. So like, they're like, Hey, we told you the rules can just do it now. Thank God yeah. they saved us from that. But I, I don't think it was ultimately the most, I don't know. It just wasn't really like fun to watch. It and wasn't. not to mention it just kind of dragged even the people who were good at it. It took like six, 60, 90, 120 seconds to do at least. Here's and then one. not to mention, we don't even know who's like actually throwing it. Like it should have just been like a more random. It should have just been one of the ones where they're like launching the dart onto the board and it hits a number or something like that. That's fun. Everybody likes that. Yeah, but here's one thing I will say in its favor and like what you just suggested would do this too. But like I did like that it was not a strength or like endurance or you know physical competition because i think that started the show on a more even playing ground which yeah. is good um i agree yeah. i just think it should be more a lot like a more of like a shuffleboard or like a mini golf or something that's just a little bit more dynamic than like whatever the hell we watched where mm-hmm. nobody could do it right and it was slow and it's like you couldn't even tell if people were getting it right or wrong. You just had to be like, well, I guess they rang the buzzer on the right one. But yeah. Um, so then we meet our first group of ladies. Hell yes. And so we meet Aza, who is Qu- royalty. Yeah. She's I, royalty, I, but also a say, preacher's daughter, a pastor's daughter. I'm going to say <laughs> what she is keeping with the royalty theme. She is the true quirky queen of this season. She is a quirky queen. And I actually held my breath a little bit because I was like, oh, no, Brett's not going to like this. Because at one point she was like, I'm a pastor's daughter. I like love the Bible. And I was like, oh, no, Brett's going to hate this. But then she was like, but you know what? I'm also boy crazy and I'm not going to let the penis get (laughs) me distracted in the house. I was like, oh, no, but she's fun. She's so fun. 
No, I didn't. I didn't even catch that from her. Like, I only it only bothers me when like someone makes it their entire like style of gameplay yeah, yeah. and personality, mm-hmm. which is like, I'm not here to play the game. I'm here to like convert people or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, that sucks because we want 16 people who play the game, <laughs> right? Um, but but no, I didn't she's even get that cool from her. Style. I like her. I think she's gonna be like a fave. She has great style. I loved her yellow dress. I loved her pink workout suit. I loved her orange dress. <laughs> Speaking um, of of style, yeah, can we get to the next person, Brittany? Brittany, yeah. Every single person is dressed up to be on television and not doing like a fourteen hour endurance comp. <laughs> Brittany's here for the endurance comp. I actually loved that. I loved that to see them all, and not only that, but like um, Aza, and then who else is in this group? Aza and and Alyssa. Looked like six feet tall compared to Brittany. And yeah. I loved that. <laughs> they all looked like giant Amazon queens. And then there's Brittany in her like Adidas tracksuit ready to fight. <laughs> I thought that was fun. I know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm I, a man, I'm not telling a woman that she needs to be pretty or she needs to dress up to look. Pretty. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying 16 people got the memo. 15 people, well, 14 people, because Frenchie wore a camouflage overalls. 14 people got the memo. Hey, dress up. Like, you're on a job interview here. I don't think they necessarily and said... And like... I don't I'm think they wearing, said that. I'm dressing like I'm going to be on an airplane for like four hours, or for like 20 I, hours. I think they said dress like yourself. And a lot okay. of women, when they hear that, they're like, I'm going to look as amazing as possible. And then some some women, when they hear that, are like, I'm going to be comfy. And I respect the comfy, cozy okay. choice. Because okay. you know what? It helped out. All the girls had to take their shoes off. Um, all right. Speaking of girls who had to take their shoes off, let's talk about Alyssa. <laughs> Here is here's the quote. Here's okay. the quote. Danielle. Mm-hmm. I know there's lots of decisions that need to be made here today as we are starting our own fashion line. Yes. But I think we should do the lilac and black. <laughs> <laughs> she is a swimwear entrepreneur. She's a cutie. She actually had more personality than I thought she would. I actually liked her. Um, from the intro? Better- yeah, I would say, well, from the whole, uh, yeah, from, mm, I guess maybe not from the intro, maybe just from feeds as well now, but um, she's definitely a step above Annalise, I'll say, which is who is, who I compared her to before. She is a rich person's Annalise. Yes, still, exactly. I, still, I think we might have be in like Annalise territory here. Uh, the one, so the, the, uh, the additional thing with her intro package, in addition to, I think we should do the lilac and black. <laughs> Is there was this point in it where she this the tone gets somber and this like sad piano music comes in, and we've had this with a few other people where it's like here's my here's the thing that happened to me when I was growing up that like makes me a fighter or whatever, and this happens in Alyssa's and it's like it gets into the sob story portion of the intro, but she doesn't say anything. She's right. just like, <laughs> and you know what? Growing up. I was alone a lot and it was, and now I think I can like really identify with people more or something like that. It was just weird where it's like, it had this like, uh Oh, here comes the story about how she lost her grandmother in a a boating accident or something like that. Right. And then she just doesn't say anything. It's just like, Hey, I'm like, I've gone through stuff too, but she doesn't say the stuff. So it was, it was weird. 
It was like then cut to her on a boat playing with a drone. Exactly. And then it went back to like fucking pitbull music and she's like, but I live on a boat. I'm Richard Branson with with swimwear. Yeah, it was it was a jar. It was a weird, it was a little bit of a um mishmash of an intro for Alyssa. Um and then we get Whitney, uh, who owns a makeup co- uh company, and she's a single mom, and she I've she's done. got horrible taste in men. She's got horrible taste in men. I've done a turn with her first spoken line on this show. I did a turn on Whitney again, where I, now I'm like, I love her. <laughs> yeah, we'll I get think there. Whitney we'll get there. Was, is gonna is gonna fall into that like cat done sort of thing where it's like mm. we see her and it's like oh just another bimbo here, but it's like she's actually like a bit weirder. I don't think she's gonna be as iconic as Cat Dunn was, but I think. There's like, oh, you're, you're, there's actually a lot more here. And, and like, yes, you're kind of, sure. there's, there's sort of like this blonde bimbo cast archetype. And then actually you get in there and it's like, there's a, a whole lot more here than like what is being let on in the pre, the pre show bios and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And that's why it was just kind of fun that there wasn't that much to go off of preseason this year. And now we're just meeting them all for the first time. So the next group we get is Kyland, Christian, Derek X and Brent. So Kyland's intro, I actually thought was the most forgettable. <laughs> um, I for was me, like, as okay. someone who, Oh yeah, sorry. Well, I was just like, all right, he was working out on the beach. Like <laughs> that's, that's it. I will just say this as someone who probably lives like two miles away from where they shot that. I that they they like must have cl- had the police clear out a section of the beach for them to shoot that because I will just say Venice Beach is I, I don't mean this in a bad way. It's just it just is completely is a just giant like homeless encampment right, right. now. Oh, I don't yeah. mean that in a bad I don't mean in the bad yeah, way. It just, just is what it is. There's just yeah. no I, the city is not providing a better place for people to go. So they're just literally camping on the beach. So I was just amazed watching that because like I live so close by. I'm like, I, I see the production wheels turning where it's like, I just don't even know how they shot this. Cause that isn't even what Venice beach looks like right now, but they clearly shot it there a week ago or whatever. Yeah. He, he was like one of the people who I was like, who I'm still, he's been also kind of under the radar on feeds, and I'm like, wait, who is this guy again? He's cute. Yeah. He's like not, no red flags, except he loves popcorn. Oh, God. <laughs> but, but other than that, that's what I was like, wait, who is this? Is this the guy who had the movie website again? You know, I kept forgetting who he was. At so, this point in the game, you kind of do want to be like forgettable. Yeah, exactly. So and it's I a good think play. he's doing that. I, just on the feeds, I see, I've seen him. He's in a little bit with everybody, and yeah. everyone's kind of trusting him. And he's talking. He's talking with all sorts of people, and he's not on anybody's radar other yeah. than just like a good guy that people want to work with. Yeah, and so then we get our second bro, Christian, who girls lives in Connecticut with his parents. And I know I'm getting old because instead of looking at this guy's intro package and being like, ooh, what a cutie. When he got on that trampoline and did a little black flip, I was like, that's so dangerous. Oi, <laughs> oi, my back. So I said that I liked him a, but, a bit in the preach. Like I wasn't like, he's not my number one, but. Right. 
I, what I got was I actually got like Victor vibes where he was like, mm. like this attractive guy who was like going to be bouncing off the walls in sort of a playful way. And that guys and girls would sort of take a liking to him. Like, I don't think Victor was like hooking up with anybody during that season. The, he had a short right? thing with Natalie. I remember yeah, very yeah. short. Yeah. But like, I, that's the vibe I was kind of getting where it's just like guys want to hang out with them. Girls, like even in a, like a not like romantic way, like girls want to hang out with them. And then, so that was my kind of thinking, but yeah, like watching the, the pre-show, the, the interview package right here, it's like, it, it came off as a little immature and yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, and we forgot to say, so Frenchie won, Whitney won from the group of girls, and then Christian wins this one. Oh, wait, and yeah. sorry, Derek X is also part of this group. Oh, we Derek have, X. And, and one more, come oh, on. Go ahead. go ahead, sorry. Wait, we gotta talk, Let's talk about Derek's. Brent yeah. Champagne, your favorite oh, so player sorry. to say. I'm oh, so my sorry. God. I'm so sorry. I'm skipping oh ahead. Okay, so, well, first, let's talk about Derek X. So Derek X, I think, is living at home with his parents. Um, he has his influencer food startup and his parents told him not to come home unless he wins. Uh, I, I love his parents. Let me just say, yeah, no, his, parents was, were his was one of the most fun, uh, segments, you know, the way he talks about, you know, being the only Asian kid when he grew up and, you know, how that kind of affected how his personality is how he interacts with people it, it was fun it, it was fun like and his parents were clearly having fun with it yeah. as well like it was great yeah yeah like, i liked it a lot um the I, rest of them was like uh-oh here's your key it's in this boxing <laughs> mitt or it's like it's in the the swimsuit that you're making and so right. it was like his parents are holding it and they're like get out of the house <laughs> <laughs> i'm sick of you <laughs> you're 25 years old um so Okay, here's the problem. Here's why I didn't remember Brent's, Brent is because I don't really remember his intro package at all. He has been so not what I thought he was. He's super weird. He's super he's, weird. He's I do remember his because it's like, I'm a flight attendant. I travel the world. I'm super well-traveled. And yeah. when he, they, they said, like, I'm really well-traveled, they showed a series of pictures of him, like, in different countries, and he's doing the same pose, the exact same pose in all of them, which is like a, hey, <laughs> yeah, like, hands in the air, I'm an Italian guy pose. And it, yeah. it was just so funny that he's like, I'm really cultured, but he clearly walks around as himself everywhere, and he's, like, in India, and it's like, oh, this, this guy's coming down the street asking where the pizza is. Yeah, but at the same time, he is so not, I expected him to be immediately, especially for the cameras and for the intro package, to be a, immediately a little grating and really like laying on that Ita Italian thing. And like, yes, clearly he is Italian and his name is Brent Champagne. But like, it wasn't over the top the way I thought. I think he's actually like, he seems like a real human being, you know? So it's, just on the feeds, if anything, it seems like he's actually like a bit of an outcast and depressed. He's a little boring, dare yeah, I say. Remember, yeah. you know what it reminds me of? And actually, it's not yeah. even this extreme. But like, remember on OTT, I'm forgetting her name now. But there was this woman who we were so excited for. She was like, I'm going to bring a bunch of different wigs. She lied about her age. Oh, yeah. And she was so, I forget her name. But she was so, pre-season, we were like, oh, my God, she's going to be incredible. Neely, Neely. And <laughs> then on the feed, she was so boring and such a wet blanket. 
that's kind of, it's not that extreme, but oh, that's yeah. sort of the vibes I'm getting from Brent at the moment. Okay. Last group of ladies. Last group. Sarah Beth. Your girl. Narc. <laughs> She's a narc. She she's a she's narc. a narc. She's like, oh, and her bio, she's like, I'm CSI. I'm at the crime scene scooping up the finger, the fingernails and stuff. And yeah. then the first one, and in her little video, she's scooping up white powder and she's like diagramming <laughs> the, the molecules and stuff. It's like, you're a narc. She yeah. just the cops are like, find drugs here. Yeah, she's narc. a narc. She's, she's a, narc. a narc. But then um, she dresses up as these characters that like obviously I don't know, that was a weird thing too, where it's like, I love dressing up as characters and I knit all the costumes myself. Yeah. But we're CBS here, so you can't you can't like wear a costume of that a copyright. <laughs> yeah. Can't get Marvel here. That's yeah. on Disney Plus, not Paramount Plus. <laughs> so why don't you dress up as like a cute whatever thing yeah just like a cute uh animal or something <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. something that is not copyrighted um and then we have hannah who she's smart <laughs> she's really Hashtag smart Brett was right yeah i mean i think she's cool honestly she seems actually pretty mature i was high on hannah coming in but i yeah. saw through her bio that she was cool she's great she's she's like a Kamala Harris 2.0. <laughs> she's down she's to earth. African and Indian family. She is. And she's like both the least mature person in terms of age. She's 21. Right. She's the youngest cast member. But like, I don't know. Every, not that I know a ton of people like this, but the person who like graduates high school early and then graduates college early and has two masters and all that stuff, like that person's really smart and kind of yeah. is, is like be, goes beyond the normal, like mature, immature conversation. It's like, you're just like a special being. Right. She, yeah, she, she seems really cool. So I'm hoping she is not first boot. I don't think she will be. I don't think um, so either. Then we have, I mean, mystery final, most recent addition to the cast, Claire, who, by the way, did you see that apparently Christie's, Test was like a false positive. <laughs> yeah, well, she did. Yeah, so Christy, that was right. Christy, right? Yeah. Um, she posted on like IG this morning. She's like, I got like a at home test or whatever, and it came back next. Like, one would think though, one would think if she got a positive test that they would immediately test her again and like double check to make sure, right? right? Like, I I understand her being upset. I hope she's on BB24. I, I hope she wins the 750K. One would think that they wouldn't like, like do like gross face and like lift her out of the building with a pair of tongs and throw her away. Like yeah. they'd be like, all right, you tested positive for this, but you've clearly been vaccinated. You say you've been vaccinated and let's like run this a few more times since we got a positive to confirm that it's a positive. So she says that she's upset that she tested positive, you know, oh, she tested negative today or yesterday or whatever. And it's like, I don't, yeah, it sucks, but I don't yeah. know. What are you do? Yeah, we don't know. But so she was replaced by Claire, uh, who is an AI engineer. She lives in New York City, baby. She loves to roll dice in the park with her friends, do yoga yeah, on a yoga. Clack. <laughs> she does yoga on a big rock. She rolls out her mat on a big, uneven, uncomfortable rock and just does a couple poses. 
Um, that's big city life for you, baby. She's a bisexual queen. We love <laughs> yeah. her. Yeah. We love Claire. She's great. I, I haven't really watched too much feeds because it's always been like some stupid song on repeat or puppies. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I can talk about her later, but I think she's doing very well in this game. Yeah, she's I think cool as hell. With Claire cool for a, a, a bit into the summer. And speaking of cool as hell, my oh, number one female draft pick, Tiffany. Tiffany's, she she knew. We've already talked about her coming for your blood. And she, not only is she a phlebotomist, she's the CEO of her own medical phlebotomy company. <laughs> she is a boss. She's a girl boss. <laughs> and she is so cool. All right, execs. I brought you in here today. Sharks, <laughs> I'm asking for $1 billion for 5% stake. Postmates, <laughs> but for your own blood. <laughs> she is a mom. She's our resident old. She's cool. She hits a giant hammer onto a tire. <laughs> she takes her cat on a walk. She does <laughs> yeah. everything. I forgot that she walks her cat. Yeah, she's got just enough, like, because she's cool, clearly, but she's also a little weird. She walks her cat. I love her son came in while she was trying to enjoy some time with her friends, and she was like, I forget what she said to him, but she Me was like, too. get out of here. Yeah, I was like, go do your homework, nerd. <laughs> she's not afraid to discipline her child. Um, oh, so my we God. Love we Tiffany. need more of that. Yeah. I was just on a, in an airport for the first time in, like, a year and a half. And oh my God, every kid's on the iPad with the slot machines and screaming around <laughs> and all sorts of, not Tiffany. No. Tiffany's kid's like, mom, I'm thirsty. And she's like, shut up. <laughs> get, get your own bottle of water. You got two what feet am in I, a water fountain? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so we love it. And then, so who won of that team? That oh, was Claire, Claire, but I won. do want to say, I do want to yeah. say, we'll, we'll talk here a little bit more as we get into the, the, the slot machine section here. The way that they split up these initial groups of four, I thought was interesting, particularly with this group. Or maybe it just speaks to the fact that the casting is better and impressive this year. Mm -hmm. You have a scientist, Sarah. She is a scientist. She yeah. knows how chemical, she, yeah, I mean, you don't want her to like show up to your, your party because she'll be no. like, that's marijuana. <laughs> but she knows how to draw the marijuana <laughs> molecule. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Hannah, well, she's got a more masters than anybody who, here. Yeah. Yeah. Claire, she's Mr. Robot. She's hacking the planet. <laughs> she knows all that. She's all that stuff. Yeah. And Tiffany, she sucks your blood and she runs her own business. Like how amazing that we have four like STEM women here yeah. who like have real jobs and aren't like, well, one day my goal in life is to sell like braces on Instagram. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's a great, and that's not to take away from cast. the women in the first, the first group as well, all impressive in their own right. But I was just watching this and I'm like, wow, four real women with real fucking jobs and who like, and real lives. Yeah. You yeah. know, Brett and I talk sometimes about how we have real jobs and real lives. And it's like, it's nice to see ourselves reflected here. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's great, Cass. We're just so excited. And so, yeah, so the winners of that first competition get to be team captains and get to compete in, well, first they have to pick teams. Okay. So the way they do this, speaking of slot machines, they bring out this giant slot machine. And cause I think we all assumed it was going to be like schoolyard picks. Instead it's choosing between two 
players. I liked this because they, the producers did whatever they needed to do to balance the teams. We knew going in that it was going to be two men, two women, but they really had figured out how to, you know, dole out the order of these slot machine roles so that people, you know, people were with going to be paired up with people of a different age, of a different race, of a different background. I thought it was pretty impressive. I really liked the way that they did it. And I think the teams are relatively balanced. I liked it too. And I thought it was fun to watch people choose and choose between. For example, Christian's group was, I was like, hashtag, of course, his first pick, Hottie Alyssa. His second pick, some meathead. I forget. Was it Kyle? It was Xavier. It was Xavier. Oh, Xavier. <laughs> I love him. But he is like, you know, athletic. And then he was forced to pick Sarah Beth. Um, but he was so clearly going for Team Hottie. And in any other season, it would have been Team Hottie. That team would have absolutely dominated the first like six weeks of the game. Would have been really annoying. Not this season, baby. This season, Christian's team sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Because they, so they got the narc on the team. I, I actually felt really bad for Christian because he technically, someone tweeted, I think he technically won like four times, but because his so, team, oh, go ahead. Let me get into this. Yeah, let okay. me get into this. Yes. I don't know if you've been following at Hey Julie BB on Twitter. <laughs> the Sarah Hive is out. <laughs> they got, they got claws, they got guns, they got stingers, they got. It's like the Warriors. They're, they're, they got every gang in New York is there, and they're yeah. ready to defend their girl. She's my girl, too. I married the damn woman in our last episode. Yeah, of course. Sarah is either a fucking mole from Anderson Cooper's The Mole, <laughs> or she's terrible at comms, and I think it's the latter. You think I, it's all I her did fault? A little- I did a little freeze frame action on one okay. of the on one of the times that it <laughs> fell down. And so they had to build this house of cards. And then the three other people are kind of holding it up with this rope. And it was falling down away from her, meaning that she was lifting her end too high. Mm. I she's I don't think she's a mole. I think Sarah, she's I think she's just in that like, I don't do sports nerd category. And I think <laughs> She couldn't I think, calculate the molecular structure oh, of holding oh. <laughs> the thing up. A real doogie has it right there. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, who is it? Uh, Hannah says she's doogie Hauser, but yeah, Danielle's Danielle. She's <laughs> doogie right there. Yeah, but so they dropped it like three times. He was ready. Christian was huffing and puffing trying to get over there to win, and then they came in dead last, which just made me so happy. Wait, yeah. yeah, they were dead last. Yeah, they're no, yeah, they're the have-nots this week. Yeah, yeah, they're the have-nots this week. And uh, Frenchie won. I think Frenchie. We'll get into Frenchie a bit okay, later. Frenchie, but Frenchie, team. I think is a great, a great first HOA. Like I think he's a oh, great person to win. First this is HOA. the best first HOA you've ever had. <laughs> but first, really quick. So Frenchie's team, the Jokers. I love this team. What a oh, fucking yeah. because it's like. Uh, you know, on another season, you'd switch Aza for Sarah Beth. Aza's the hottie who needs to be on Christian's team. Oh, but instead, yeah. but instead, she's it's just such a ragtag. It's Derek F, Frenchie, Brittany, and Aza. And it, I'm just like chef's kiss. I love this team. But I don't think this team is like ill-equipped physically. No, no, not at like, all. Obviously, Xavier looks like fucking like Chris, like Evan, he looks like Captain yeah. America or whatever, but yeah. like 
Frenchie's a farmer. He's not a fucking fat. Like that dude is out oh, yeah. working. Like and well, I know he even, looks slender, but I'm sure he's really strong. I'm sure he can put up with pain, adverse situations, more so than probably anyone else on this fucking cast. Derek F. I know he's a bigger guy. I don't think he's going to run a marathon, but none of the competitions are running a marathon. He's trained to be like that dude. I'm sure is very strong in his in his own way. Like he has obviously this boxing training in his life. Brittany is a fucking kung fu master or whatever. Yeah. No, totally. And Oz's thing, she was like going on like a mountain bike ride or whatever. I don't think this is a weak team Not at physically. All. Not at all. Well, Derek is like, you know more about this than I would, Derek F. But like, I aren't linebackers? Well, no, listen, aren't football linebackers large, but they're also very fast and agile? I would say agile? Derek... I would say Derek would be a lineman. He would be, okay, he would be on the offensive or he'd probably be like a, like an offensive guard or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They're big. I mean, I don't know what his physical conditioning is like other than drinking champagne at the beach. <laughs> and running <laughs> up know? those steps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he so said that like, he's in good shape. I think he's in good shape. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I don't know. I think people might've been like, Oh, the Jokers might be the weakest team. I, I don't see that. I, I really no. don't see that with those four people. No, they're just a fun, but to, to look at them, they're such a ragtag team. Oz is six feet tall and Brittany is four feet tall. And then there's <laughs> Frenchie, the farmer in his overalls and De fabulous Derek F. It's just a fun team. Okay. So I, do we need to break down the other two teams? The other two teams are sort of like base basic. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll go through them quickly. We have yeah. the aces. It's uh, Whitney's the captain with mm -hmm. Brent Champagne, Derek X, and Hannah. Wait, like, one quick thing about that yeah. team and the makeup, because Whitney was the one picking. This is the line that made me go, oh, actually, I have to stand yeah. Whitney a little bit. Whitney had to choose between, I believe, Travis and Brent. and <laughs> Or maybe it was Christian. I'm so sorry. I forget which one. But... She said, you know, you're cute, but I'm going to need a little bit more than that. And yeah, it's yeah. Brent Champagne. She totally negged him on live TV. It was so funny. She did it in a very charming way. I was just like, I love this. I love no, this it was season. Really, it was really funny what she did. Like, it was like definitely a, a, a like a jolt of, of attitude from her. <laughs> yeah. And, and kind of like throwing some shade towards the guys. It was it was funny. Yeah, she was like, I'm done with fuck boys. This is a new Whitney. Um, and then White the other boy team summer, hot boy <laughs> summer, more like fuck boy summer. <laughs> the other team are the queens, which is Claire, Kyland, Tiffany, and Travis. Like, solid, not not really much to say about that. Yeah, if you want your fucking monster truck tires to get bashed in, I got a I got a girl for you. <laughs> She'll bash them in when she gets back from taking her cat for a while. <laughs> I was just going to say you want your cat to be taken for a walk. Um, so they, so the leaders of that of those teams have to play in the Asia Eight com competition. Frenchie wins. Then they do the whole rigmarole of like double or nothing. What are you going to do? Take two weeks safety for you and your whole team, or not do it? And he was like, No thanks. <laughs> Immediately. And then they made him do it anyway. He had to like throw dice on a thing. It was so stupid. If I was him, I would have like just absolutely failed on yeah. purpose to be like, see, yeah. I'm smart. Yeah, be defiant. Be yeah. defiant. Don't even like really actively try to lose because then no one will know. Uh, yeah. Can I go back to the slot machines really quickly? Yeah. Xavier in his thing says, I'm Xavier. I'm a bartender. Mm -hmm. Liar. Mm -hmm. Sarah says, I'm Sarah. And I'm a voice actress. Liar. Mm -hmm. How do we feel about 
about the I lies. I love it. I love when people lie immediately. Um, already, there are two, like, watching the feeds, I'm like, mm, if I was in this house, I'd be like, because Xavier goes to bed early. So as oh, a former he? as a former bartender, I wouldn't I would have to be like, why is Xavier like early bird? Yeah. <laughs> but I love I love that they're lying. Um, I, I, I think it's just I think it was just bold to like actually do that in these things that I don't know if they knew that they'd be shown to the other house guests. But it's right. like at the same time, if Xavier won his you know little slide board challenge then they wouldn't have shown any of his clips like mm -hmm. right by lying there they gave it up to the producers who gave it up to the rest of the cast that like we're gonna do the lie for you even though you did lie to us in the camera like they don't control the release of that lie so i just think it's interesting one other thing yeah my girl sarah mm -hmm. also in a video said you see been in a three-year relationship and i'm just confused as we know i have i got married to sarah in our last episode yeah you need answers. And she said she's a voice actress which is the lie and then she says this is that a lie true what, what's the truth what's the i don't know anymore she also you're a thief and a liar well she also said that she's in a three-year relationship with a girl with her girlfriend yeah, right absolutely so I don't know if that, like, just going off of this lie, first lie, I don't know if that's a lie as well to make her just, like, be completely off the table to any romances at all. She's taken. Who knows? We, I just we'll don't know what to, to believe. Yeah. Because she's just a narc, man. With all those she lies. is a narc. <laughs> She's a lying narc. We do stand. Um, so it's a great for. Oh, and then the other big news is that the prize money is now seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which I found very underwhelming. Yeah, I mean, just go for a million. Just give them a million. What's? Why are they dragging their feet? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like this show costs nothing to do. <laughs> I get. I don't know. Like they just sit there and they eat cereal for three months. Like I know they're not even buying them like name I, brand stuff. They're buying <laughs> them like shitty old produce. <laughs> yeah, I I went to uh, I went online and I did a little inflation calculator, and a half a million dollars in two thousand when the show premiered is equal to seven hundred and eighty one thousand dollars today. So they're still getting they're still getting screwed out of money. And Just taxes. Give them a mil. Yeah. Isn't, isn't Survivor like two mil now or something like that? Or was that just last season? Yeah, I think that was not. It was, I think it's just one million. But one we'll million. See. We'll Come see what on. Jeff, we'll see what Jeff says this September when Survivor comes back. It's two million and a sizzling hot fajita. Mozzarella sticks. <laughs> Baby back ribs. <laughs> a lemonade. <laughs> um so, okay, that was the episode. We loved it. We're so excited the show's back. The next episode is on Sunday, I believe. Um, if you're just an episode watcher and don't want any spoilers, now's time to head on out. Get out, because we have another, like, four hours of podcast. To do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, they're gone. We need to talk about Pete. So, Frenchie is HOH. Frenchie has been the most unhinged, chaotic. He has not slept. He has not slept. He's just um, been starting alliances. I, I wouldn't be able to sleep too if I was starting so many alliances. He is 
He is so cracked. He has such a big case of HOHitis. <laughs> I mean, it is incredible. <laughs> I am so happy that he is HOH. This is starting us off. And I'm so happy we have feeds from the beginning because it's starting us off on a great rollicking first season. I mean, first uh, week. So Franchi made clear, and I'm taking this all from like updates because I haven't seen a lot of the actual action on feeds yet, but like supposedly Franchi has told all of the women, I'm not nominating a woman. I'm also, I, I think he said this, not nominating a minority. No, like I turned on the, the feeds and he's just like, Jack and Jackson are pieces of shit. BB21 sucked because yeah. Ovi and Kemi and all the all the people of color were voted out. In, like first, David, who could forget All-Star David? And uh, like I watched it, I'm like, this guy's great. Like we knew he was going to be a woke daddy. And like right. here he is. He's in there. He's going around talking about like he's not nominating women. He's not nominating like but people so of color. And this guy is this guy is fucking on one. And I, it's making me think about how I communicate in the world, as we talked about well, earlier in the episode. Aza today or late last night actually clocked it perfectly. She was like, he's not playing for himself. He's playing for Twitter. Like Twitter is the type of thing that Twitter would typically, Twitter users who like BB would typically eat up. Like, yes, woke king, like don't nominate any of the women or the minorities, nominate the white bros, like totally would love it. Except the problem of doing that on this season is that, well, and this is obviously not a problem for the season itself, but for <laughs> Frenchie, is that there's actually only three white bros he can nominate. And one of them is safe already. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly, yeah. Well, I, we, no, actually, we have to back up a little bit. Okay. Because there was a competition, this wild card competition. Yes. Which happened so, yesterday. Right, sorry, yeah. As we tape this. And God, I, I, we don't know the ex results of, I don't know like exactly what happens because there's like a reward and a punishment or something. Anyways, Christian won and he uh, and Xavier is safe. Yeah, he chose Xavier to be safe, I think. So, yes, exactly. So, so there's only, so six people are fucking safe this week, which yeah. is actually a lot considering there's yeah. 14, 14, 16 people in the house. Yeah, so that leaves if Frenchie wants to stay true to his word, which he told everyone about. It's one thing to have this be your plan, to tell every single person in the house pretty much about it. Big mistake. But so, but he was so high on his own, like, I'm some noble fumes. That he couldn't stop himself, I guess. But so here's who's left for him to nominate. Travis and Brent. Okay, so just nominate those, you think. Isn't that easy? Brent. Nope. <laughs> Brent got Nine. in real quick with him. And... Showed that maybe he is a bro, but he's not. He's a gentle bro. He's a soft bro. He's a vulnerable bro. He's a bro who knows farmers. He's a bro who, we learned this is actually very sad. His father commits suicide. Like, he really opened up to Frenchie. And Frenchie now is like, well, I can't nominate Brent. He's my best friend. <laughs> so that leaves only Travis. And I still, I'm actually still very unclear as to why Friend, but it seems like Frenchie does not want to nominate Travis. I don't know why. Well, because he wants to nominate Derek X and Sarah. Yeah, he so doesn't <laughs> want to nominate a woman or a minority, so he's nominating the woman and the and the Asian guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how he got to this conclusion. That seems to. I'm also hearing that Alyssa might be who he's nominating, who I is both a woman and a minority. <laughs> I so. don't know. Like 
before we came on, he's like talking to a bunch of the guys and he's like, I need a pawn. And obviously no one's like me, Frenchie, please. And he's like getting upset that no one wants to be a pawn for him. And it's like he is he's gone through like eight phases of HOH itis. Like, yes. in well, I, watched, hours. I saw a little bit of feeds earlier today where he was talking with Derek X and he told Derek X like you're safe. But no. let me give you. He, he told him, you're safe, but let me give you some advice. You need to just uh, stop uh, trying to play the game until you learn oh how. Like, it was incredible to watch. And D- Derek, you know, is probably just grateful that he's being told he's not going to be nominated. But if I'm Derek, I'm like, fuck you. What do you know about playing the game? Stop telling people you're not going to nominate them. Because you've so far, <laughs> half of the house is safe, and the other half you've told you're not going to nominate. Like, yeah, you tweeted it. Or like, this guy is... if. If the Jokers do not win safety next week, Frenchie is 100% getting nominated next week. I mean, but it's the most entertaining because everyone's so confused. Already, people are talking. Like, Aza has him totally pegged. People are talking. People are like, he. I don't know what he's talking about. He Like, I thought it was going to be simple. But he also, of course, won't tell them exactly who... No one knows who he's going to nominate. The nomination ceremony is happening right now as we record. And it's going to be... I'm hoping it's fireworks, baby, once the feeds come back on. Yeah, the feeds are on uh, puppies and kittens right now, so we might be getting a nomination ceremony uh, as 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 we speak here. Uh, but I don't know. Like, he is just – like, he's got, like – he's got the, the Slaughterhouse, which is one of his alliances. Then he's got the Butchers, which is a sub-alliance within there. I'm not even – I can't even keep up with the alliances. He's got – yeah, no, there's so much. There's sort of like an old – like olds and kid havers alliance. There's like Frenchie <laughs> Whitney and Tiffany are looking out for each other. Brittany's in there. Like it's just nuts. All I can say is like, not that there, there's like an alliance that's totally formed, but they're like Derek X has sort of been lumped in with like the white bros with like Brent and right. Travis. Cause he's bro too. Xavier. He was, he was in a frat. He was in a frat. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, Coming back to a person I wanted to talk about a bit, you know who's everywhere and who everyone likes and is like in on game talk, but not in a, not like in a, you're going up sort of way is our dice rolling queen, Claire. Yeah. Claire's doing really well. I mean, everyone's sort of like, I think it's nice to see that she's confirming people so far in that she's just good. She's like pretty low, but she's got good social game. Um, she's involved, but not too much. Yeah, she's doing really well. I just, I, I, you know, Frenchie is obviously a big, a huge Big Brother fan. Claire is a very big all reality show fan. She's like, I guess, part of some sort of survivor thing in the state of Michigan. And we're seeing two sides of the coin there. We're seeing like Frenchie's coming in and he's like, I got to play all my cards at the same time. <laughs> Frenchie is so. <laughs> and I'm playing cards from different games that I got like, here's a magic card and here's an ace. And I mean, here's a, <laughs> something else. I last on, I saw an update where it was like, he was crying. It's because he's not sleeping. Why is he staying up? He is a father of several children. He needs to be going and he's HOH. He's safe. He needs to go to bed. What is he doing? I don't know. But at this point in the game, you just want to lay low. Like I'm not saying be boring and do nothing, but just right. like no, lay I'm so glad he's low. not. Yeah, the game. Oh, I know we love it. We're team yeah. chaos here, but like 
yeah, I was just I'm talking for someone's game. Like this is this is a disastrous HOH Disaster. for him. And a wonderful HOH for us. My only I really hope he stays one more week just because I want to see more cracked. <laughs> I want to see more cracked gameplay. Um, but I mean, the way he's playing this week, I wouldn't be surprised if he's second boot. I mean, come on. It would be so easy for many of these, I, I guess, depending on how nomination goes today, many of these people to nominate him. Even people on his own. Yeah. Maybe not his own, like, uh, actual team, the Jokers, but like. You know, the people he's aligned himself with, which is like 12 of the 16 people in the house, would <laughs> be like, you're just more dangerous being here than, yeah. than not. Because you can't trust him because he just goes around saying like, I'm going to do this, but I'm actually going to do that. And he just tells everyone they're safe. But two people are not going to be safe this week. Maybe a third. I don't know. I mean, he's that's my wild. biggest he's hope. My biggest hope and dream is that whoever he nominates, someone wins veto and takes them off. And then he has to nominate <laughs> someone else. <laughs> like, just burn as many bridges as possible. Uh, yeah, I, I I would not feel great if I'm Derek X right now. Derek X. No, I... Because, I, like, there was, like, a, a whole part last night where... I guess Frenchie went up to Derek X in front of everyone and was like, I'm on to you. I know you're in an alliance. <laughs> yeah. And instead of like doing anything, Derek X was like, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Derek X is, from what I can tell, not good at this game so far. I was a little bit worried. I, you know, in the pre in the, the pre-game show we did last week, I was like, I'm a little bit worried for Derek X that he's going to be the outcast. And he's right. going to be one of the first boots. And this is kind of coming true and not at the same time. I don't think he's an outcast. I think he has no issue, like, socially. Yeah, no, he's a bro. With, mm -hmm. most, with most of the house. But I think he is being sort of picked out for some reason. Like, I don't see why he's, like... Uh, people are like, oh, it's Eric X is, you know, like throwing other people's names. I haven't seen much of it. Again, I've, I've seen a lot of... I've seen a lot of the feeds on puppies and, and we'll be back screens. But uh, I don't know. I... Someone's going home. I don't, I honestly, you know, in a normal world, the person who would go home would be like the most chaotic, but that guy's the <laughs> HOH this week. So I don't know who's going home. Someone is. And uh, I don't know if they'll necessarily deserve it, but it's Big Brother, yo. I don't know, but it's an exceptionally strong first week of chaos so far. We're, again, reminder we are three days in. So yeah. <laughs> very exciting. Good stuff all around. Cannot wait until we see who's nominated and we speak next. Indeed. Uh, do we have any questions or anything? We do. We've gotten a lot of questions and comments uh, throughout the weeks. And so I think we try to get them a little bit on um, Twitter, but let me bring some up for the pod. Um, <laughs> a lot of people are comparing Frenchie to Devin. I'm, Devin has a daughter who we then we got the name wrong last time. Um, okay. Question for the podcast from Chi Town Patty. Who will be the successor to Frenchie's hot mess crowned? So like who will also have a messy HOH? I'm going to say right now, I can see Brittany having a really messy HOH. Yeah. It's the people who like think they're real. I'm not saying that. Brittany isn't smart or Frenchie isn't smart, but like people no. who are like, like intelligent enough to like quadruple guess themselves. And then that sort of leads. Uh, and so there's either like a hyper confidence or a hyper intelligence going in there. 
And I think Brittany has a lot of both yeah. where like she's just going to be bossing people around like this is how we're going to do it. And she's going to change her mind. Then she's going to cry and people are going to be sick of her. It's going to be great. Yeah. And I just think that she is sort of like Frenchie. It's this thing of like wanting everyone to like you and please a lot of people. And when you realize that when you're HOH, like inevitably you're going to make some people mad. You can't handle that. And I think they have that in common. So I'm going to choose her. Coma Joan wants to know, as I type this, Frenchie hasn't even made his nom yet, noms yet, and I feel he is already digging himself into a deeper and deeper hole, making himself a huge target moving forward. Can you think of a worse week one HOH reign? <laughs> no, I can't. No, because like usually being first week HOH is a good thing. You get to form relationships in a position of pure safety. And I, when I saw Frenchie win, I was like, all right, good for him. Like, he knows the game and he knows this is like a good thing to do to win this first HOH. He knows how valuable it is. And he's like, just completely th like throwing it all away. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like most other first week HOHs like do very well in the game. And I, just, I can't even see Frenchie making it to jury. <laughs> no, definitely not. I'll take that bet. Um, Spicy M222 said, so given how Frenchie has played so far, should we stop asking CBS to cast super fans or is this exactly what we wanted and it's the perfect recipe for chaos? Also, is Anna Lisa a flop or is it too soon to tell? I think it's too soon to tell on um, Alyssa. And then in terms of super fans, yeah, it goes back into like, Exactly what Aza said. He's playing for Twitter. He's playing for the audience. He's not playing for what he is actually good for his game, um, whatever that may be. So should they not cast super fans? No, they should keep casting them. But with a nice mix, I personally like a recruit and fan mix. I like to keep it um, balanced. I don't think there's a reason to not cast super fans. Like, because he's coming in and he immediately wants to do like, a hundred of the big brother things. He wants yeah. to be HOH and have an alliance and have another alliance. And, Back to and someone. Yeah, like that's great. When someone wants to do a million things in one week, that's super chaotic and we love it. So like I might, you know, with a with a recruit, they're going to come in and they're like, I watched Baby 16. I like Derek right. a lot. And like they don't, they might not even like really know the mechanics of the game enough to be like a messy player. They'll be like messy on accident. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm all for, I think this cast, f for the most part, has a lot of people who know the game very intimately. Maybe they're not up on the feeds for like a million hours every summer, but they're very familiar with many of the seasons. And they're fans. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. I think Survivor has been better in recent years because you have people who know the game very well and... It's accelerating the difficulty of the game, which is yielding a more, you know, it's, it's a more difficult game. So it's more it's more enjoyable for us to watch as a viewer. We're not watching the same like same dumb people make the same mistakes over and over again. We're seeing new strategies, new mistakes. So yeah, exactly. I, I'm I'm pro fans. Yeah, um, guys, great questions. Uh, we got a ton of comments throughout the like first episode and these first few days of feeds and everything is amazing. We'll keep being very active there, especially as these noms get announced. And then we go into aftermath and veto. So keep sending them in at Hey Julie BB on Twitter. And then we do have an email. Hey Julie, big what? Brother. 
uh, yeah, at well, gmail.com. You, you made a surprise face, as I said. I, well, you said it. You said it, we have. <laughs> I thought we actually got an email. That was my surprise. Uh, you said we no. have an email. And I was like, whoa, we have an email. <laughs> we have an email address. <laughs> hey, Julie. Yes. Big brother at gmail.com. Um, until next time we chat, follow us there and we'll see you then. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.